Nightly Amblers. Amblers? Amblers. Amblers. <laughs> Nightly Amblers. Sorry, I had to. I had to poke fun. It's been a while. It's been a minute. Been a minute. Sorry we ghosted you. It was nothing personal. No, we just needed some time to, you know. Life. That's that's all I'm going to say. Just life. Life sucks sometimes. I see why they do uh, seasons for TV shows. Yeah. We pretty much had a break. So is this... Season two. Kind of? I guess we could call it season two. We could call it season two. Let's call it season two. Because guess what? Technically... Next week is the anniversary. Our anniversary? Well, it's the podcast anniversary. Okay, I was going to ask you what you got me. You shall see. I did get you something. What? I did! It's not even our official anniversary. Yeah, but you'll you'll find out next week. During the podcast anniversary. I'm super excited. I almost was brought it over. I almost gave it to you early. What? Yes. But I held off. I nope. I'm like I had to do it. No, I have to go shopping. For no, I just thought of it like months ago. <laughs> well, welcome back. And if this is the second season, this is the season premiere. I I promise I'm not that caffeinated. I do enjoy the bean juice. Laura has offered me delicious tea, and I have drank it. But I don't think it's that. Well, there's some sugar in it. And I did have an Oreo. I think this I'm is just... decaffeinated tea. I know. I know. And I had coffee at the day job, but that was early this morning. Yeah, so Ash was cold. So I offered Ash tea. Fun fact, I'm always cold. Did you know I have, like, a three-degree window when I'm actually comfortable? That's between, like, 82 degrees and, like, 85. Is that what your house is set at? No. Oh. It's, like, 70. With a million blankets. Yeah, we gotta think about the electricity bill and mm-hmm. environment and stuff like that. Why do you think I have a ton of blankets? A sea of blankets. Sea of blankets. Oh, speaking of me eating Oreos like a goblin, I did something. You did something? I started an Etsy page. Ooh. And if you guys want to check it out, it's called Bean Juice Goblin. What's on Bean Juice Goblin? You know what? I'm going to tell you. Guess what? We officially have our first merch. We have our merch. Boop, 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 courtesy of our logo that I created a year ago. And my new button press that I have now. We're officially selling button pins. They're these cute little... I say they're one inch, but they're like a little bigger than one inch. I like the ones you get on like Hot Topic and Spencer, like that size. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, those are for sale for $3 plus shipping. In case you were wondering. <laughs> Great. Now I know where to get uh, some merch for the podcast. com slash shop slash bean juice goblin. You should really kick off the bean juice. No. <laughs> so welcome to uh, the season premiere. 
of Ashes to Ashes. Spooky podcast! Uh, and we got a fun topic here. Yes. But first, if you didn't already gather, this is Laura. Hi. And you're Ash. I am Ash. And I have tea. No more coffee for you. Definitely. But this isn't coffee. This no, is tea. No, no more. That's why you have tea. Bean juice. I need bean juice in my life. And so we're going to kick off with this uh, podcast with something that we've been wanting to do for quite some time now. But first, we have another, not an announcement, but a shout out. This came from Denise. She is actually, if I remember correctly, kind of from our area. Um, she found us. I think she said, um, unexpectedly, just kind of cruising around the podcast world and she found us and guess what remember when we talked to katie and josh um last yeah Yeah. i like them they were great denise got tickets for their walkabout tour they had in september all the spooky places Nuh-uh. yes and guess what denise she gave me her contact information and she's like if you want to go spooky hunting let me know just a little disclaimer, we're not paranormal investigators. No, we would probably be scared. But you know what? It's a spooky podcast, and that gives us experiences. Uh, uh, I would definitely like to go spooky hunting. Mm-hmm. Just to see, just kind of explore, not like have like a target of what we're looking for. Right. Well, that's all it is. Like, I feel like if you go looking for something on purpose, ghosties are going to be like, no way. Mm-mm. We're going to play hide and seek, and you're not going to find us. Uh, I really kind of, yeah, like, it just sounds more fun to just kind of explore mm-hmm. and just deal your cards that way. Yep. With no expectations. Exactly. Oh, speaking of, when Denise reached out, she included Velisca. Yeah? Yes. And we all know Velisca was our first episode. The Velisca Axe Mergers. They still don't know who the guy is. Um, uh, actually, I just did some research on it, Ash. New stuff? New dirt? Yes, um, there was a traveler who was suspected to actually be... He got added to the list of suspects very, very late. Um, and I can pull that up for you. Find it. Ooh, Laura's got her spooky notebook out. JK, I think it's just Pac-Man. Is it Pac-Man on the front? Is it? It is! Yeah. It's Pac-Man themed this, journal. This journal was actually a gift from our friend Brown Age when we interviewed him for our spooky <gasps> video game episode. Did you like my sound effects? Okay, what's this new dirt? Paul Muller was his name. Okay. And he was traveling uh, through train. And he was killing families by any train depot. Oh. And, and uh, it, the family that was uh, murdered in those axe murders was living very close to a train depot. And this was brought to attention in uh, 2018. 
I dropped your 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 clear tape. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll deal with you later. <laughs> okay. I'm in goblin mode. Can you tell? Yes, very much so. Okay, so so Paul Muller, he uh, was added to the list, the very long list of suspects back in 2018. And uh, this was based off the book called The Man on the Train by James and Rachel McCartley. And uh, they, what James and Rachel did, mm-hmm. they did some research on this serial killer who was traveling by train. And then they ended up in Villisca? He did end up in Villisca. They connected the dots, and he was actually covering his victims with a tarp. Was he covering mirrors? He was covering mirrors and windows. I think these guys are on to something. So, very late in the game, he was added to the list of suspects. But, of course, everybody here is deceased now. Right. It's only, you know, 200, not 200, 100 years later. And so... Well, I wish we knew about this. Yeah. My computer is going off. I'm sorry. But, Phyllis, so I, I wanted to do a little Throw, research myself on little, your first episode. little throwback? Yes. Oh, I can't believe it's going to be a year next week. Uh, we've been so excited. We've been wanting to talk about spooky stuff for so long. It's not like we were neglecting it. It's just... Life... We needed to get back in the game. Life. Okay. So, you know how you always tell me that I need to um, expose myself to aliens even though I'm terrified of them? No, I've never said that. Oh. I said maybe talked about facing your fears. Yep, that's pretty much what my mind transcribed that as. It's telling me to expose myself. Um... The topic of today is kind of in that area, so baby steps. We're in baby steps in. Okay. Okay. I'll take it. Okay. We're not going to any field field trips by any means, by any crop circles. Not yet. But baby steps. Because, fun fact, guys, I'm terrified of aliens. That's very true. Except, um, my boyfriend and I, we figured it out. It's the gray, green ones. That I'm scared of the most. Well, those are green ones. Well, they're like gray. The gray ones are just I green. I think the green ones are cute. They're all scary. I don't the like green them. green ones are cute. Mm-mm. Let's agree to disagree on this. Because <laughs> uh, they're spooky in a sense that I don't like. So what does aliens have to do with this topic? Um, Have you ever heard of the black-eyed kids? Black-eyed from- children? Yes, and legends and... And what you, we kind of little conversations we've had. So after like reading through stuff and listening to other some other podcasts that I I love to uh, I love to listen to, um, there have been thoughts or ideas that they're possibly alien like. Can you imagine though? Because like their eyes, they're all black. And like those scary gray ones that I don't like. And they just kind of go poof. The uh, eyes? No, the the kids. They just go poof like they vanish. I just... Mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh, side note. I started rewatching American Horror Story. And I started season two yesterday. 
I was just thinking about season two earlier today. I don't like it so far. You don't like season two? Um, I am already terrified of the aliens. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Anyways, these black guy children. That was my baby step, by the way. Proceed. <laughs> that was my baby step. So, black guy kids. Who are these guys? What do they look like besides black guys? What do they want? What are the rules? Because you know, there's got to be some rules in all legends and lore, right? Okay, well, like you said, baby steps. Why do you think they call you black? They call them black-eyed children. For that exact reason. <laughs> okay, so these entities, usually young kids, like five, six, until like teenagers sometimes early 20-ish age looking people um their eyes all black no pupils just just like just like their sockets or like little beady eyes just like the whole entire eyeball yeah like aliens again baby steps that's my connection Yeah. So this uh this guy Brian, right? This was in the what? And eighties. Uh, Brian Bethel. Yes. He is an actual reporter for the Abilene News in Abilene, Texas. And he has claimed to witness it was two boys. He was in a movie theater parking lot. If I remember correctly, he was meeting up with somebody as like a mutual meeting spot to give a check to for something. And at the time, it was... The Mortal, it was in the 90s, the Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat movie was playing. If I, if I remember correctly, Mortal Kombat was playing. And so Ryan's writing his check for this person he's supposed to meet up with. And then he gets a tap on his window, right? Two boys. One's probably teens. The other one's like 10-ish. I was right in the 90s. Did I say 80s? So the there was a first appearance in the 1980s. But the first reported incident from Brian was in the 1990s. 1996. Hey, I was a year old. Not to age myself, but I was five. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so he gets a tap on the, uh, the car door and it's these two kids. And usually in these instances, there's always one that's like more of the, not aggressor usually, but what's the word I want? That speaks on behalf of them. And the other one's just kind of there, like hanging out. But the older one was like, hey... We want, we need a ride home. 
to get some money for the movie that's playing? Can you give us a ride home? It's not that far away kind of a thing. What? What are these kids doing? Because you know what the first thought was? One of the first thoughts were is the last showing of the movie they wanted to go see already started. So they couldn't even get tickets to go see it. So they wanted tickets to a show that already started. Yes. Brian's like, no. Mm-mm. No way, Jose. And then he's like, no, you know, no, no way. And they do it again. And they're like, like, sir, like, take us to see our mom. We need, we need help. We need the money to see this movie. That's all we need. Like, they started getting aggressive. And, like, I would be like, what the? No. Eventually it gets to a point where, like, these kids are screaming at him. And he dips out. He just, he, he just drives his car off. And when he looked back, nothing. They dipped. They vanished. Disappeared. Gone. I wonder if their ship picked them up. That's what I think of. Like, aliens. Like, people are like, oh, why affect vampires? Because they need permission. Like, they needed permission to get in his car. And there was this other story, too, I remember reading. Basically, it was, I don't remember the gender, but it was these two kids. And they're like, they showed up at this elderly couple's porch. Like, hey, can we use your phone? Use the bathroom? Whatever it was. But they couldn't go in unless they were invited. So a lot of people think that they're vampires because they also are known to have paler skin. But then after they were like persistent and they, they let them in the house. And there was some deb debacle where they're like, no, you need to leave. Or either they went to the other room they came back and they were gone. But like they just vanished. So people think that they're vampires because they can be invited in or like they just kind of poof. But I still think aliens because like where's, where's their parents? Where are these kids going? Like what if there is a spaceship above them that just went like you know how they do with cows in the movies? Those poor cows. I know. Sad. What if it was a goat? That'd be worse. There are, there are quite a few entities that do require some kind of invitation. That's true, yeah. Especially, like, for example, you're playing with a Ouija board. You're pretty much inviting something exactly. to communicate with you. Exactly. So, everybody thinks it's vampires, but I'm like, mm, no. I think it's aliens because of their their eyes, dude. So aliens just have manners and they just won't. Yeah, but the, the kids, they, they keep getting aggressive. And, like, when these kids are dressed, too, and they show up, they're not even in, like, current era clothing. They're, like, stuck in, like, I don't know, in the 50s or whatever, like, super way back. Because, I don't know if, if I do believe in how what what the stories say about black-eyed children. My natural, 
naturally, I would think maybe some paranormal kind of entity. Normally, that's kind of where my thoughts kind of go to. Like a ghosty? Maybe like a ghosty. Maybe something you see from Supernatural. I've never seen that show. Uh, Supernatural, the demons, their eyes turn all black, like the black-eyed children. Okay, okay, I can see it. So, like, some some demon guy somewhere sends out his spawns, for lack of a better word I can think of right now, and, like, okay, my minions, go find these people and make- Fly, <laughs> Now I'm just imagining these black eyed kids with the wings like from the monkeys from Wizard of Oz. <laughs> but no, like, I could see that. Like, Demon Guy sends out his minions because, like, with that story I read with um the older couple, because, like, the kids threatened, like, oh, you're gonna die or something, and, like, a short time later, it was, like, I think it was, like, a couple months or something, they did die. Like, the guy... The husband died first, and then the wife did, or vice versa. Either way, they both, or maybe one of them just got sick, but something bad happened to them. And just kind of connecting the dots, pretty much, when it comes to the the odds of somebody saying that something bad is going to happen to somebody, and something bad does happen to them. Wouldn't you think there'd be probably a grace period? I don't know. Maybe. I'm very much enjoying this cookie right now. Side note. Your thoughts are in the cookie. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very delicious Oreo. Not sponsored, by the way. I just very much enjoy Oreos. We could sponsor for you guys. We could. Nabisco, give us a call. Right? I will gladly eat your Oreos. We will sell your Oreos. Especially the classic. Anyway, we got sidetracked. (laughs) Or, this other thing that I read. It was a Scandinavian folklore. I'm going to butcher the name because... Because I am. I'm not familiar... It's like a mylinger or mylingar. Anyway, basically, it's these kiddos, right? Where they come from mothers and families that um, don't care for them properly or like abandon them or don't want them, right? And these kiddos, they die. And it's their... How do you spell that? It's a... M-Y-L-I-N-G-A-R. Mm-hmm. So it's these um, kiddos, like when their ghosts come back, they're waiting, they're, they're looking for their parents. But they're vengeful, right? And they have this near same description as these black-eyed kids. And I mean, they're looking, they're looking for their mom, they're looking for her family, and they're looking for their, oh, they don't have a name, these, these, these creatures, like, 
it was as if like you and I were born and then our parents didn't give us a name. It was just here's our baby. According to Wikipedia.org, I looked up the word myling. That's what it is. See, I told you how to get it wrong. Myling comes into existence when a child is unwanted and therefore killed by its mother. Yep. And it can be heard singing in the night, thereby revealing the mother's crime. Ways to help the myling to uh, give it a name or find the corpse and bury it in the soil. So, if a, so if a myling does approach you, they're probably just looking, they're just probably just trying to get, like, a proper burial. Right. So I wonder, that that's like, when I heard about these things, I'm like, what if those are the black eyed kids, right? Because they're children. I mean, they're not they're not adults. And I could see that. I could I could see the uh, children that were unwanted, maybe like the kids from Neverland. Aw. They're just roaming. That's true. I can't say they have black eyes. What? But like, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities rather than just People think they're a bunch of vampires. Uh, I am not... I don't want to go to the vampire theory. I'm still stuck on aliens. But I think you might be onto something about the myelin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... I don't, I don't know that much about the uh, Scandinavian culture. But that's what the internet is for. Thank you, interwebs. But if you do see a child with black eyes asking for help. Don't answer it. <laughs> my question was going to be, do you help them? Nope. They're going to abduct you. With motherly instincts. <laughs> but that's the thing, too. Like, as a child, if, you're, if you are a, a being that has the parenting, nurturing... Abilities, you're gonna, your natural instinct is going to want to care for these children that are sent to adopt you. I had to help a child once. Did they have black eyes? No. That's different. <laughs> That's different. They don't, <laughs> they're not trying to abduct you and do their spaceship. No, but it was really weird. Um, uh, I was working at the hotel one night, and mm-hmm. a little boy, he just walks in. No adult. Oh, spooky. He must have been maybe... Night shift? Six or seven, yeah. Oh, even spookier. Yeah. It was at maybe 11, 11.30 p.m. For the six-year-old? Yeah, so he just walks in through the doors, and he has asked me, have you seen my mommy? Oh. Did you find her? Yeah, we eventually found her. Okay, good. Yeah, we found okay. her. Okay, phew. But I'm I'm thinking, do I call nine one one? I would have been like, police officer, I have an unaccompanied child. They don't have black eyes yet, but I'm don't sure they're that. <laughs> I know, terrible. I'm sorry. That's Tony. That's where my mind goes to. No, um, the thing was, he said he came out of a car that was not his mom's. Oh. That's scary, like for real scary. Yeah, so I'm like, maybe I should give somebody a call. So 
I was giving him some candy, yeah. trying to make sure he stays. Laura, it was you don't give random kiddos candy. Yeah, unaccompanied ones that you're trying to help you do. That's no different than the old creepy stereotype, you know, van and candy and kidnapping. Oh, what? A, he came up to me and he asked me if the candy cost of money. So I said okay. he was hungry. You left that detail out. <laughs> but he first stop. But he first asked if I've seen his mom. Oh, and, well, glad you found it. Yeah. So until I was trying to help him, I offered him some candy. No. But. No, no black eyes, just just a sweet just, little boy. Just an innocent little boy who Aww. came out of a car that didn't belong to his mother. Mm. Super scary, honestly. Like my mom'd be like, "What the? What do I do?" Uh, no, it, the story. It was a happy ending. We found his mom. We okay. found his mom. Good, good, good. It's just the in between. Like the in between details that it's just like a little boy asked me if I've seen his mom. He said he came out of a car that was that didn't belong to his mom, and he was asking about food. And I have this really weird mental thought of that you are door knocking and going through the people and be like weird entities at the door. Did I ever tell you about my weird alien dream that started all this? The one you've been obsessing with for years? Yeah. Did I tell you this story? No, you didn't. Oh, okay. Proceed. Yes. Basically, I was in my bed, like, my parents. It's at my parents' house in my bedroom. And the way it works, so my bed was against, like, a wall, and like, it's against the corner, you know? And there was... A window at each of those walls. And I could see outside when I was laying down in my bed and the sky started to turn orange. And this was nighttime. It started to turn orange. Also, for context clues, my at the my house growing up was one level and the laundry room was right next to on the other side of one of my walls. And when the washer and dryer would move, it'd shake the house a little bit. Well, the house started shaking a little bit, and it was not the washer and dryer. They were not turned on. No one was doing laundry. And then I could feel this vibration, and there's buzzing sounds, and I felt like I was trying to be lifted from my bed, and I had to, like, roll over and roll off my bed to be away from the, the pole of whatever was trying to get me. It was scary. It kind of reminds me of paralysis. I didn't like it. That's what, that's what, for sure. And then, yeah, aliens, no go. Have you watched The Fourth Kind? Nope. Okay, don't. <laughs> uh, I think that wraps that up. Story time from my traumatizing dream and... Talking about creepy black eyed kids. This one actually gave me the spookies. Nah, it takes a lot to give me the spooks. And uh, uh, feel free to comment, Emblers. Are black eyed children, are they aliens? Are they super scary aliens? Uh, paranormal entities? There's no wrong answer here. No, there's not. Except that they're aliens.
There's no right answer. <laughs> uh, no, but hey, remember, we have a, a rating system. You can go to ashes to ashes com. Give us a little rating. We'd love to hear from you. Send us a message like Denise did. Denise sounds like a nice lady. We need to email yeah. her back. I'm very sorry, Denise. I feel really bad. No, better late than never. Right. Don't forget etsy.com slash shop slash bean juice goblin. You can find all of my prints and buttons. I'd really appreciate it if you would take a look. And feel free if you wanted to listen to us some more. We are on your listening platforms. Apple, Spotify, Google. Amazon? I believe we're on Amazon. You know, if you go to the website, they're all uh, listed right there. Feel, yeah, just visit our our website and you can uh, pick the proper platform that fits your needs. Or just listen straight from the website. Right there. It's free, too. It is. And you can also, I mean, it's been a while, they probably don't know about our Facebook page. If you have a Facebook fan page, you can also find that on the website. Uh, we are very active on our Facebook, yes. Try to be. Uh, there is an Instagram out there, too, that needs some work on. We have an Instagram? Yes, you made it. Oh, pfft. I'm terrible. I don't even, I didn't remember we had an Instagram. I'm not very savvy in the Instagram world. You might just have to take over. But welcome to a season two, officially, I guess. Next week, we kick off our anniversary, so... You don't want to miss this. Nope, I'm super excited. Uh, all right, you got anything more to say, Ash? Nope. Until next time, Nightly Embers, stay spooky. Stay spooky. Bye. Bye.